beware. Listener, you are now entering a world without Sam Hicks. A bad credit realm where anything and everything is possible. Where evil is unleashed onto the world ungoverned by the voice of reason and compassion. And governance, this is a world of total anarchy and uncertainty. <laughs> yeah, basically, Sam couldn't make it. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage your hosts of the Bad Credit Podcast. God himself, Stephen <laughs> Go with me to a place in time within my mind without a reason or rhyme. It's a crime not to follow me into the place of elevation. Welcome to Bad Credit's 41st Realm. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. This is a Bad Credit Podcast. It's not for your kids. This is for your transition, even though you're pregnant to men. This is wasting time at work. No guilt, just put down the pen. We in this bitch, that's with or without you listening. Although we much rather have you with us, thanks for tuning in. And if you don't like the fuck it, get your ass on then. Before you do, just go to iTunes, five star rate, comment. Yeah, badcreditpodcast.com. This is not a podcast for your mom. Y'all, my friend Steve, he hit me up. I got this friend, his name's Steve, uh, also, and he's probably about, man, like 43, 42, 43, 45, I don't know, something like that, you know, and, you know, he's been having trouble at work, he's been getting in trouble for falling asleep on the job, you know, he work, he works down there at the damn slaughterhouse right down there where they it was it's more like a factory it's huge facility and they've got tons and tons of animals that come in every day you know and they slaughter them in a very inhumane way and uh it's just it's what it is you know if you eat meat and you think it's bad that uh you know you think what i'm saying is inhumane that we slaughter these animals well guess what that's how you get your meat so maybe double check and uh think of what you want to do do you want to eat these animals like this anyway that's what he does he you know he works down there and his job is you know to count the animals count the animals as they go in make sure because of the machines they got they're very specific on the way they slaughter these things and you get too many in you know it can jam up the system you don't get enough in you ain't being efficient you know and they got to keep a fucking schedule you know snap snap and so, you know, the last month and a half, he's been assigned on a sheep. And so, you know, now Steve's over, he's counting a sheep, and he keeps falling asleep. And, you know, he wanted to go get tests for narcolepsy, you know. He tried to, you know, he done got fired from his job for falling asleep on the job. And I was like, well, what do they expect? You're fucking counting sheep for a living. You're going to fall asleep. 
if you count sheep. That's what they t- literally tell you to do if you fucking can't go to sleep in your bed. You're supposed to count sheep and then you'll fall right asleep. And then they expect this man to sit there and go, one sheep, two sheep, three sheep. How do you get to 10 without just f- passing out? I-, I can't believe he held down the job for a month, you know? But he got rolled up two times for it and they told him, you know, you can't keep falling asleep on the job. You know what I mean? And so I just I just don't know. I feel like if that place had proper health care or something, they could give him a prescription for Adderall and he would be able to stay asleep. Because I don't know if you ever try to take Adderall and go to sleep, but even count sheep ain't going to help that. So I don't know. But I, I'm sad. I just got off the phone with him and, you know, he's upset. And I told him, and he's all scared. Maybe he's got a disease, narcolepsy. I just told him, look, man, just go get a, a job counting something else. You know, I count beans all day. I'm a bean counter. And, uh, you know, I don't have too much of a problem on falling asleep on the job. So I don't know. Y'all pray for Steve. Pray for Sleepy Steve. Uh, and pray for him damn sheep out there because there ain't no telling what's going to up. They ain't got nobody to count them now. Potholes in Nashville. Let's talk about them. I'm looking at uh, this News Channel 5 article I just saw titled, Potholes Pop Up After Weekend Storms. Uh, dude, these things are freaking ridiculous. And what are we doing in Nashville that we got to have fucking, it's not like a pothole. It's like there's like sinkholes in every road that you try to drive on in the fucking metropolitan area. You, 24 65 40 i'm sure i go mostly on 24 and 65 there's fucking i40 or uh, 440 that thing is retarded and i don't mean mentally challenged i just mean it's fucking retarded you try to drive on that thing i'll tell you this story man before i read this shit i was driving this was uh, three episodes ago. I stayed over at Sam's Place. We still had the thing over in Hendersonville, and I had to drive. I, sp- I got up at 8 o'clock. I was supposed to work uh, that morning, so I got up. No, I think I got up at like 7. It was probably about eight, about 7.30 when I got on the road. I'm driving, and here's the weirdest thing about it. That night I had a dream that my tires were bad and I was checking out my tires and I called discount tire to set up an appointment so that I could you know I could get new tires because they got that plan where you can pop your tires all the time and it's free to get a new thing you just pay like $20 insurance up front I have a so I have that dream then I get on the road and I'm driving my boy Will calls me and it's fucking pouring down rain okay he calls me I got that bluetooth thing set up I'm talking to him you know, about this and that. We get off the phone, and then I'm driving. All of a sudden, there's two cars on me, and I see it right in front of me. And it slows. I mean, this thing's 50 feet in front of me, and slow motion, it happens. There's nothing I can do. Two cars at either side. No time to slow down. I hit this fucking pothole so hard. <laughs> Jerks my car. And then I feel it. My car is pulling hard to the right, and I go, oh, motherfucker fuck dude i got a hole in my tire luckily there's an exit i take the exit go up the the ramp there's a gas station right there and so i'm trying to stay cool calm and collective right and i'm just like this is gonna be okay i had to shit so bad i had just taken a five hour energy drink and had to already shit and i think when i hit that pole it just jerked it out like you know got it worse so i'm like you know what i pull over this gas station i'm like don't even look yet i'm like Tires flat as fuck. And 
I changed what I said. My car was pulling to the left because I hit it with my left side. I, I'm like, I don't even look at it yet. And I just go, man, stay chill. Go in this bathroom. Take a shit. Come out. You got a relatively new car. You got all the tools you need. You can change this thing. No problem. You got a rain jacket. I luckily had a rain jacket. You know, I'm zen. Go in there. The bathroom's been recently cleaned. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Blow it out, you know, in the bathroom, get done. I'm like, all right, let's tackle this bad boy. Go up, uh, un, you know, pull up the fucking hatch. I got one of them hatchback civets. You know, some people makes fun of me. It caused me, you know, thinks I might like, you know, boys or something. And I don't think there's nothing related to my car and dudes uh, except for I'm a dude and I drive one. But I just pulled the hatch back up. Uh, I get out everything, get the tools out, and there I go. I get to working on it. I take all the little lug nuts off. I get up under my car and I realize I'm going to have an issue because there's not a, I mean, where you normally put the jack, it's fine for it to go there. So I put it there, but my little fucking twisty, my crank tool won't really get there real good. So I'm doing about a quarter turn at a time. So this is taking forever. And by now, you know, I'm starting to get wet. This old lady comes up to me and she goes, Hey man, you got a lighter. You got a lighter. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I don't smoke or anything. And she's like, oh, well, you never know. I just thought I'd ask. And I was like, okay, thanks. She's like, have a good day. (laughs) Have a good day? Bitch, it's 8 a.m. Does it look like I'm having a good day? And that's what she said. (laughs) I just thought of that. That's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, I that just goes to show you how automatic that saying is. You know what I mean? Anyway, I was like, I was in a good mood still, though. And I was like. I got fucking all kinds of quarters in my thing. I was like, hold on, lady. Is all you want is a lighter? She's like, yeah, I was just trying to light this cigarette. I was like, all right, well, I got uh, some change. Here you go. And I gave her $2 and quarters. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And as I uh, turn around, I lock eyes with this dude in his car. I was like, uh, you know, I I just noted in my head, there's a dude in the car. And then I'm sitting there. And I'm just going to say this. Just because it sort of plays into the story, it was a black dude in the car, right? With dreads and everything. Uh, I'm down there and I'm back at it. And all of a sudden I hear, hi, man, what you doing? I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, what is it? I'm fucking changing a tire. Turn around. It's that black dude from the car. It's like, whoa, threw me for a loop. Black dude in dreads with a car heart on and some like work boots. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like not like you know the work boots you think of but like almost like justin kind of cowboy boots you know what i mean so this is a country motherfucker and he's like he's like man you having trouble with that ain't you it's like yeah he's like yeah man it's been a bad week for me too i i ain't got my damn cell phones turned off i can't get a hold of nobody and i was like oh yeah so he's like hell my electricity bill i got that's cut off too now i ain't got electricity and i was like that's funny man because mine just got cut off too i forgot to pay it and you know and i was telling him because i told you on the last podcast how my electricity got cut off and this was that week and uh he's like yeah well did you have the money to pay it and i was like yeah i just forgot he's like yeah i ain't even got no money I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm sorry, man. Looks like we're both having shitty weeks, you know? He's like, yeah. He's like, man, look, dude, I think I got a, uh, well, no, and then he goes, yeah, on top of all that, I just got out of, I just got out of jail, did 1129. I was like, oh, oh, man, that's bad. And then, so, all of a sudden, you know, 
I'm starting to get a little bit on edge because he's standing kind of close to me in my personal space. And I'm like, uh, well, that's cool, man. He's like, yeah, uh, not my old lady upside the head. I was like, you knocked your old lady upside the head? Oh, God. And he goes, man, I think I got a, a jack in my trunk. Probably better than that one. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to this car. And I, so I just, I'm in a paranoid mood right now, you know, because he's all up in my personal space, talking about how he ain't got no money, just got out of jail. I got a fucking computer in my fucking car right there. I'm like, oh, I mean, is, is he going to rob me? You know? He's like, hey, man, why don't you come over here and help, uh, hold this trunk door open? It's kind of heavy, and I'll I'll get the jack out. And I was like, oh, God, I do. What have I gotten myself into? So I walk over there. I'm like kind of sketched out. I'm holding it for him. Lifts up the thing. Sure enough, there's a jack, and it looks like it's going to work, a long-ass crank tool. So we get that thing. And I'm like, oh, dude, thank you so much. So I get down there. I start working. It goes right up. I change my tire, and the whole time me and him are joking around, just kicking it you know chilling he's getting soaking wet for no reason just standing there soaked with me you know and uh it was awesome and I was like dude I'm gonna you know I was like pull your car over I'll give you some gas and so I put $20 of gas in his car and he was just tickled to death to have gas in his car said he's gonna go pick up his girlfriend now because he can afford or he can drive over there he's got gas I was like hell yeah dude that's awesome thanks for your help and I'm like thinking if I hadn't give that lady that money, maybe he wouldn't have, like, thought to check on me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he would, maybe he's just a good guy, but I'm just thinking, that's kind of felt, like, karmic to me, you know what I mean? Because I was, like, in the worst position to give a lady something, and I still did it, and I'm not saying I did anything good, but I'm just saying, because I did that, I feel like I was automatically reimbursed for my kindness to a stranger by another stranger giving kindness to me, who was a stranger, you know what I'm saying? And also, it's a rule in not stereotyping people, as I so did, and I feel so guilty, but dude was cool, good Samaritan, and that was a great, great story, but all of that, to digress and say, something needs to be done about these fucking potholes. There's no reason that we should be hitting potholes on the interstate and blowing a fucking tire out in the pouring down rain on a day when we got to work, a Saturday nonetheless. So what's funny is I had that dream and I ended up immediately, of course, calling discount tires. You know what I mean? Like, because they were in my dream. Like they are the best tire company in the game. You know what I'm saying? They give you that fucking, you know, that, uh, insurance where you can literally just blow your tire out every week and they'll replace it for free. And they are on top of that advertising, bro. They're advertising in motherfuckers sleep. They fucking put, they downloaded an app into my dream or whatever, however they tapped into my dream and advertised me, discount tires, so that when I blew my tire out the next morning, I would go there. I would call them. Like, what the fuck? And how'd they know I was going to blow my tire out in the first place? Are they teaming up with the fucking... Dot Tennessee Department of Transportation in order to create these potholes in the road so they can sell tires and then give away a bunch for free? Do tires only cost like $5 to make? So they're like, yeah, we can blow these motherfucker tires out five times and we still come out on top, you know? I don't know, but they are on top of the game. Anyway, once again, 
what are they going to do about these potholes? I'm going to read some of this article. It ain't that long. Let's just, I'll read the whole thing. News Channel 5, Fairview, Tennessee, WTVF. New potholes have opened up after storms moved through the mid-state these last couple weekends. Yeah, we've had some crazy weather, huh? A pothole on I-840 near Fairview was so large, you could see the rebar on a steel bridge near mile marker 11. Driver... Eric Forrest said, they need to be fixed. Yeah, no shit. He went on to say that he avoids 840 at all costs, but there are potholes everywhere. They've been really a mess here in the country, in the county. With the changing temperatures and storms, TDOT crews expect more potholes to pop up. Another driver, Michael Hera, said, it's not fun. (laughs) Oh, what a fucking insightful comment, Michael Hera. Hera says he tries to avoid making contact with the potholes. Oh, do you? You are fucking genius, bro. I wish I would have thought about that. I usually aim for them. Like, I usually go swerving in and out of traffic trying to hit potholes, just hoping to God something bad happens. Jesus Christ. Try to bob and weave, Harris said. If I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it. If not, I'll try to slow down and just take it. I feel like that's what you do in prison, too. So, as crews get to dispatching... Be patient on your Monday morning commute. That's, you know, already happened by the time you hear this. As there's a lot of work that will need to be done. If you're on a state road in Middle Tennessee and you notice a pothole, you can call. This is important. If you're on a road in Middle Tennessee and you see a pothole, call 615-350-4300 or email TDOT. Now, that's something I should have done. And I want to know as a taxpayer who pays for these fucking roads. Can I get a reimbursement from the fucking state of my own tax money to pay me for a pothole that damaged my tire? That shit cost me $350 to get, and I just got two tires, the two front ones. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I need to be reimbursed with my own fucking money that I paid. What am I paying TDOT to do? What are you actually doing? Are you fucking just sitting on the side of the road in a green truck playing fucking chicken with all the cars coming by who don't get over when they're supposed to by the way move over if you see a fucking blink you see a fucking car with its blinking lights on the interstate and you just stay in the right lane going full speed you are some type of asshole dude do you realize how many people die like that every year at least one somebody dies like that all the time so just move over. Jesus, we got to do something about these roads. He's saying 840. That's the new road I take all the time. Uh, and I hit one after all this that I just talked about happened. I hit one again, and I was so nervous, and it was on 840. Luckily, nothing happened. Uh, it's another reason why you don't text and drive. You look down one time, you're going to hit a fucking pothole in Tennessee. You know, and I read another article recently that said fucking Tennessee's ranked 50 out of 50 as in the worst state for people who text and drive and are distracted while driving. So let's get our shit together. Okay. You don't need to be doing that. What if that dude went and picked up his girlfriend? And went back upside her head.
I really hope he didn't. He probably didn't. I mean, you know what I mean? You got to give people second chances. The funniest thing is if you go and listen to this or listen to the episode we did, uh, number 39 IDK, we talked to DeAndre Marshall of the IDK podcast and we talked about, you know, prison reform and what to do when they get out and stuff like that. Go check it out. But the thing is, is this was the very next day. And we got done recording that thing at like maybe 1230 in the morning. I probably went to bed about one and this was six or seven hours later. So it's just weird. And then I had that dream, you know, of my tires being messed up. And then I pop a tire like my reality is getting so shifted. And I'm getting all these weird messages on face, not messages, friend requests on Facebook from these random hot girls you know what i mean like you get these you don't know these people and they're like a supermodel looking and then their name's like antiqua johnson and it's a white girl who's with blonde hair really hot and then you got that one mutual friend you know what i mean with them and they just joined facebook this year 2019 really a girl that hot with those modeling photos just started doing facebook today you believe that and my one friend it's always that same guy who's the mutual friend it's like dude bro you don't get it this bitch is not real that's the fucking cia that's your ex-girlfriend that's your dad that's your employer it's somebody trying to peek on you bro and you're sitting there like it like you're so desperate and so thirsty that you gotta hope that person is real and that they want you, you know what I mean? Come on, dude. That's a spy. Automatically. Dude, first off, if a uh, hot girl that I don't know requests to be my friend, I automatically block them on Facebook. Automatically. Because it ain't real. Okay? It ain't real. It ain't real just like gay Republicans ain't real. Okay? It don't exist. So if you're an ugly, fat dude, or not even an ugly, fat dude, you know what the thing is? is that there, there, uh, there's a really specific friend I have in mind right now, and you would think that this guy is the kind of guy that would get it, and also the guy who wouldn't be so thirsty for attention or uh, for the female friendship on Facebook that he would accept friend requests from this person. I really, or from these types of, uh, profiles. I really thought this guy was a lot smarter than he is, but he's always one of the mutual friends. And honestly, there's about 10 people I can name, which I won't, who are always the mutual friends. You know what I mean? And I just wonder, what do you guys think about life? And like, maybe you just don't care that these people are spying on you. And I mean, I know that I mean, I got a podcast. Anybody could listen to this if they wanted to know what's going on with me. But I'm not going to willingly accept these people's friendship on Facebook and just open the front door for them. Like, if you want to steal from me, you got to get, you got to come in through the window or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to lock my front door. I lock my car doors at night. Like, that's a, I don't know if I should go into this because Sam's not here. So I won't go into it, but I'm going to ask him on another podcast, but I'm just, you don't, you get your car, no one in particular I know, this is just a general scenario, but if your car gets stolen, one of the first questions I'm going to wonder is like, oh, what did they throw a brick through the window and dive in and and hotwire your car? 
man, that's a bummer. That's a real bummer, bro. Not like, you don't expect the answer to that to be, no, my door was unlocked and the keys were in the ignition. Like, oh, well, you basically gave your car away. You gave your car away for free. You know, that's almost not theft. So I lock my car door always when I leave. You will not enter my car the normal way without my knowing that you are doing it. And the same thing with my house or apartment, whatever, my place of living. You're not going to just come into the front door without a key unless you kick it in. Okay. But you have it to do at least. You at least have to do that step. Okay. I realize you can break windows to get in, but you got to do it. You know, put an extra safeguard up, you know, to protect yourself. Don't just leave your front door open for people to just come in and steal all your shit. Don't just accept these friend requests from these obviously fake fucking people. You got Onomatopoeia Williams, you know, fucking supermodel, got a hundred, you know, well, actually she's got two picture a profile picture of her with a white shirt on that barely covers her nips and and a thong and perfect lighting with the her hand is over her forehead and the wind's blowing ever so perfectly in her profile picture and then she has a second picture that is her with a hat and a flower in it and she's laughing so candidly air quotes but you can tell it has the same perfect lighting in it professionally taken picture clearly ripped off the internet uh no info just uh became a member of facebook february 2019 and you think this new to facebook bitch with 13 friends wants to be your friend first out of all these people you've never heard of her think about that for about two seconds before you hit confirm and go over to the right there's three dots you click there and block that motherfucker immediately because that is somebody that doesn't wish you well i don't know what they want they could be russian bots but whatever it is they don't they're not coming into your life to better it you know And yeah, maybe they can get all your information through some other way. But guess what? They gotta fucking do it that other way. Block that shit, okay? Quit being an idiot. And I'm talking specifically to these about 10 guys who are always the mutual friends when I get these friend requests. And I laugh every time I see it. And also, I'm sure there are other people out there who, you know what I mean, understand what I'm saying. And maybe you can help spread the message to your idiot friends. You know what I mean? Lock the fucking door. When you fucking get, when you're at a gas station in Memphis, and it, it's turn get your keys out of your fucking ignition, lock your car door before you go into the gas station. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
was heliocentric in the Russian with friend request. Nice little emo band from across the pond. Check them out anywhere you cannot stream music uh, because I think they're from a communist country and that song never got out. Um, you know, that was in my inbox after I accepted a friend request so anyway thank you for tuning in to the bad credit podcast sam couldn't be with us this week so i'm cutting it short i gotta get back to do these taxes look a couple things go to itunes subscribe to us there five star review and leave a comment please i need this okay i got a goldfish i'm trying to keep alive uh and he dies if i don't get enough you know likes or whatever uh you can listen you know you already know all that shit but look we're gonna read some emails next uh podcast we do so if you want to email us go over to bad credit 615 at gmail.com also go check out our website badcreditpodcast.com we got blogs over there some music shit and you know the podcast links are everywhere uh thank you for tuning in I appreciate it. I'm going to send you off with a little number right here. It's called Dead Man Walking by Anthony Cat Garrett and your boy. Uh, yeah, they feel my heart pound. What's that sound? Might need a ultrasound to something here. What's coming from my chest? Listen at that left peck. Got on the front deck. Blood's gushing, mine's rushing. Oh, they can't save me yet. That's a sign of disrespect. Pick it up, look at it. Taste the blood, throw it down. That's where the world is coming around to. I'm trying to pick it up. Sip a brown, lost the feelings in my hands. Look down, no, I can't see a thing. She has a keyblade, but she left me heartless in the darkness. I am drawing in her hand. That's where my heart's melting. Got my bones selfish and my soul selfless. I damn it, walk inside my fight. Oh, I'm so helpless. Give me a chance to make it move and prove that I understand. Birds seeking just carry me under wood. I'm just a tin man, just for that back in my heart was in back then, now it's gone dead man. I said I was gone dead man. I said I was gone dead man. Dead man walking, you know how it goes. You never seen a dead man walking, no Matthew Mark and Lucas Slow. Nobody recognizes real anymore. I feel like John, though. Still preach a gospel on these haters, crucify me, Peter the Apostle. Snakes, even when you go to church, Pentecostal. Same one said they ride until the hearse came through to stop you. Show you who they truly were. Judas double cross you, hug you out to dry like you ain't give your heart and soul to them. They gon' have some hell to pay. They ain't really know you. Let them speak against your name and blame you for the whole group. There's gon' come a judgment day. And everyone gon' pay dues I'm just in the cut sipping Grey Goose Couple Xanax bars for the pain too Pray I don't let this 5-6 hang loose I used to have a heart but now it's gone dead man